You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. So no matter what you think of President Trump, he is certainly following through very quickly on some of his biggest campaign promises. Yesterday, he set in motion plans to stop refugees from Middle Eastern countries from entering the U.S. and to crack down on undocumented immigrants and build a border wall with Mexico. Of course, for the people who are most enthusiastic about this administration, that's probably very heartening. He's following through on promises he made during the campaign. But for opponents and especially vulnerable families who stand to be affected by these moves, let's be honest, this is just scary. What do these actions mean for them? And what do they mean for all Americans? If you love this country, if you believe in its institutions and its promise, do you think that this is the way it ought to conduct its business with other countries? Do you think this is the way it ought to treat people who have come here pursuing the same dream as everyone else, but haven't followed the rules? Is this American? Is this kind of authoritarian approach to these kinds of issues what we stand for? Is it what we want to project to the rest of the world? Is it what we want to say to people, kids, a lot of them in this country, who will be caught in the snare of these policies, whose lives may be turned upside down by the things that Donald Trump is now doing and has said he wanted to do for more than a year? I think these are real basic questions, foundational questions about who we are as Americans and who we're going to be over the next four years, at least while Donald Trump is president. And of course, we want to hear from you this morning, 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. What do you think about tougher immigration policies that are very broad, and if you look very closely at them, seem to be driven by bigotry, seem to be aimed at people because of what they look like or what they believe, not because of what they do or may do. 313-577-1019 is the number to join the conversation. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we will try to work your comments into the conversation. And joining me in studio to get this kicked off is Osama Siblani, who is the publisher of the Arab American News. Osama, welcome back to Detroit Today. Thank you, Stephen. Absolutely. And Hai Goshigan is an associate professor of communication with a specialization in ethnic and minority media at Wayne State University. He's the founder of New Michigan Media. Hi, also welcome back to Detroit today. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah. So uh, I just want to start with each of you reacting to uh, what happened yesterday. Uh, It's not a surprise. Uh, Donald Trump has been talking about this. He has been talking in in this way about immigrants uh, and undocumented immigrants here in this country. But it doesn't I think uh, that doesn't make the shock of this any any less or or less painful uh, at least not for me I would imagine that uh, from your chairs uh, it it looks a little different even well uh, it's true uh, the only shocking thing about this is the you have a politician that's delivering on his promise 
Usually, uh, you know, <laughs> right? Uh, Normally, they can't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, I, I have, I have, uh, you know, uh, been involved in campaigns for the last thirty-two years, and I have met presidents and and uh, senators and uh, uh, members of the Congress and uh, city council people and politicians. Usually, they tell you something during the campaign, and then once they are uh, seated in uh, in their offices, they do uh, whatever uh, you know uh, their interest is. Uh, this is positive about uh, Donald Trump. I know. I think. I think we know where where he's going, mm-hmm. and he's delivering on his campaign. Now, I, I, I one thing that I I, I would uh, say that we only have to blame the opposition because they did not do the right job. Uh, Hillary think, Clinton, you mean? Well, or not the only the Hillary Clinton, but I, I, the, the Democratic establishment, yeah. the the civil rights movement. Uh, I think that they took Trump lightly. Uh, I think they did not think that he was going to make it to pull it and now they are surprised and they are assembling to to fight back now this is a positive thing too we are not going to the, to roll over and uh, disappear or or die just because Donald Trump is uh, signing executive orders this country is based on check and balances and uh, we we can fight back yeah. we can if we get together and we understand the magnitude of his uh, of his actions and how much uh, they hurt the United States and the people in the United States, I think if we can get uh, the message across and assemble the people, I think we can stop uh, this tyrant from going any further. Yeah, yeah. Haig? Yeah, I know. One of the things that bothers me the most is, is um, you know, there, there are the immigration system is broken and it needs fixing. There are a number of problems that need to be addressed. But the way in which um, Trump has created, uh, President Trump has created a culture of fear, anger, blame, um, and, and moving into discrimination now, um, is, is really the thing that bothers me the most. Um, we, he has tapped into a certain sort of anger and directed it towards the, 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 the least, those least able to defend themselves, um, and, and creating a blame game, um, Essentially, that that he began during his campaign, uh, drove him through the presidency, and now he's following through on it. Um, it's not what this country stands for, just the way in which you opened the segment, Stephen. Uh-huh. Um, and it's the core and the basis of discrimination against everyone, not just immigrants, um, but everyone who is out of power in the system. It's a defining of some people as being other, uh, different, uh, less acceptable well, <laughs> as Americans than I, I think we have else. issues. Uh, you know, I, I agree that we have problems uh, in immigration. We have 11 million, uh, you know, American or people in America undocumented. This is an issue. And this no one's a, saying that's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no. Th- this is an issue and it needs to be tackled. Now, the, the, the issue in here and the problem is that the successive administrations, you know, like the previous administrations, especially the Obama administration, did not do anything about it. We had expected Barack Obama to, to do a lot of these things and to get them done in the last eight years. And now, of he, course, promised. He, promised, uh, he promised and he did not deliver. So we, we do not have an immigration policy. It's a broken, uh, uh, you know, policy and it's not working and it needs to be fixed. Now, we do not fix it by building walls. We do not fix it by preventing sanctuary uh, cities. Uh, we do not fix it by harassing people on the borders, and 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 uh, but by applying the law and by fixing the law. And 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 I think that uh, President Trump is trying to fix this, but he is gonna break it 
and, and, and destroy it further. And it's going to create a lot of problem in, in, in our society. You cannot just punish cities because they are sanctuary cities. You just can't punish them. Because I, I doubt that legally he will be allowed to do I, that. I, he's uh, trying. He, he's doing a lot of stuff maybe illegal. Now, as far as vetting process, you know, as far as the vetting process is going, who decides whether it's, it's a, the process is vetted properly? The people who are in charge. Right. So far, the DHS, the FBI have been saying, we are doing everything we can in our power to, to make sure that everyone is admitted in here is being vetted properly. Right. And we have all the laws and regulations in place. So I don't know what is he trying to do. What does he to want to do beyond that? Beyond that. that. And, and, and what is acceptable for him? And you know, and and the other thing is, you know, we should expect this from Trump because the way he, he assembled his cabinet, it is a a, a great indicator. I think uh, that, you know that, sure. that this is he's going, what he's going to do is he's doing. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you cannot I mean, assemble a, a, a generals, you know, former <laughs> generals, and try you know say you you want it to be diplomatic and and and, and humanitarian about this. The generals are going to run this country. Yeah, and I mean, adding to what Osama said, I mean, the the system has been pretty tough already. I mean, it's not as if immigrants have been flooding the U.S. or refugees have been flooding the U.S. I mean, Obama. It is I mean, very tough to get barely into this let country. ten thousand Syrian refugees in the U.S. I mean, ten thousand compared to the eight hundred thousand that have that Gone Germany has taken, yeah. for example. So the system has been very tough. So after nine uh, eleven, uh, um, the entire immigration system became much harder and much sure. tougher. And so I don't think what is doing is going to add to to our vetting system. But as I said, it, you know, a minute ago, my, my worry is that it's creating a culture of fear and a culture of blame. And and this is you know what leads to sort of a McCarthy sort of um, uh, era. It, it's sure. also what Edgar Hoover had his lists of people he went after. Um, it's it's the kind of fear that allowed uh, you know FDR to create his internment camps. I mean this is this fear and this blame and this you know this this attack on on smaller population groups that are relatively defenseless uh, has led us down right. really bad roads in the past as America. Yeah. But it's not it's not that era anymore. You know, we have a, a civil rights movement that has uh, slept on the wheel for a little bit, you know, for a while. But now they're awake, and, and the indication that they are awake because, you know, you can see it from the demonstrations that sweep the country, you know, like uh, during the inauguration. Yeah, but Osama, week. think about this. The sanctuary city, you, you brought up sanctuary cities yeah. a minute ago. I mean, he may not be able to actually uh, take away funds, but it's going to chill uh, the, the whole yes, movement yes, yes. of sanctuary cities. I mean, sure. this is what I think but, it does. But only, only it will work if people are scared and, and, they, and they, mm. are, they are just yielding to mm. his uh, well, I, I think a lot of people, a lot well, of fear is the thing that is starting to well, take over. Right, right, right now I see the free press. I read some of the uh, uh, you know, reaction to the sanctuary cities. Uh-huh. Uh, boycott or, or or funding, you know, putting the funds from them, federal funds. And I think that they are retreating. Unfortunately, they are. And I don't think they should. I really don't. I think that it's legally they can fight this and they can win. Yeah. And I don't think that they should, uh, uh, you know, uh, yield or succumb to his, uh, to his intimidation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guests are Osama Sabani, the publisher of the Arab American News, and Hai Goshigan, associate professor of communication with a specialization in ethnic and minority media at Wayne State University, also the founder of New Michigan Media. We are talking about 
Donald Trump's executive order signed yesterday to limit uh, the scope of immigration in this country, to make it harder for people who are refugees from other countries or certain countries to get into the United States and also to build a border wall with uh, between here and Mexico uh, to keep undocumented immigrants from coming over that border. Do you think this is the way to deal with what everybody admits is a big problem with immigration in this country? Or is this uh, giving up a piece of what it means to be America, the land that people come to because of its promise of opportunity and liberty? Is this a transgression against who we are and what we stand for as a nation? 313-577-1019 is the number to join the conversation. 313-577-1019. You can also go to uh, Facebook, the WDT page there, put your comments down, uh, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll try to work your comments into the conversation. James on Facebook says, this is no longer America. Goodbye, land of the free, where we brought in folks who needed help, where we gave shelter to those seeking asylum, where we allowed anyone to come in and live the dream. There is no longer a dream, but a nightmare that stands before us. Uh, Patrick on Facebook says, the poor and huddled masses you speak of came here legally and did not want to kill us. Uh, Patrick uh, apparently supporting the idea of tighter restrictions on uh, immigration. And again, 313-577-1019 to join the conversation. Uh, let's go to Ron in Washington Township. Ron, welcome to Detroit Today. Yes, thank, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I, I listen to your show regularly. It's a great show. and uh, I appreciate I, that. I just feel that uh, it hasn't been said that a lot of the people, because you know, people have called out, where did your ancestors come from in the United States? And we were all immigrants, one shape or form, but my, my relatives came over with a sponsorship from another person residing in America, uh-huh. and that person had to put themselves out there to bring them over from Belgium. And if they did, you know, what they're supposed to do in America and assimilate, keep their, keep, try and keep growing America, that's what America's all about. That they all America's dead, or, you know, all freedoms are being taken away. We're enforcing the laws that are on the book partially signed by Democrats and Republicans. We're just trying to enforce the laws that are there. And I'm not, I don't think it's so much anger that uh, Trump is tapping into, per se, but there is some of that. But more or less, if I did it legally, you know, you can talk to Mexican immigrants that did do it the right way. They don't agree with illegals coming in and working and sending all their funds back. And I don't blame the folks, but there's got to be a limit. I mean, our federal... Uh, debt right now is out of control, which no one will disagree with. And if there isn't enough to take care of our own, how do we take care of the whole world? I well, mean, it, 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 it's got to have a break point at some point. And I just wish they'd look at the economics and not the yeah. on well, both sides, the. Uh, the economics uh, of it, Ron, that are just running way too high in this country. And yeah, the the economics of it looked. The economics of it look a little different than I think you might imagine. I mean, uh, the cities, for instance, that have the strongest economies in this country are cities with lots of immigrants in them. Uh, there, there have been numerous studies about this. Uh, African Americans, for instance, uh, who are citizens, of course, of this city of this of this country, when they live in cities 
where uh, there are lots of immigrants, uh, their quality of life, their incomes are higher, uh, their economic security is higher. Why? Because uh, immigrants tend to move to this country and start businesses, businesses that end up uh, employing uh, other uh, other citizens in this country. So the the idea that there's an economic argument here, I think, is is probably not, uh, well, not cutting the way Stephen, you think it is. Let me add to what you Go just ahead. said. Go I ahead, mean, forty percent of Fortune 500 companies in America, almost forty percent, have an immigrant founder. Right. Thirty percent of all small businesses in America, mainstream businesses, thirty percent almost, are immigrant businesses. Um, one quarter of all tech and engineering firms in America are founded by immigrants. Um, I mean, Gilbert is an immigrant family from an immigrant family. Uh, Carmanos is from an immigrant family. Illich is from an immigrant. He himself is an immigrant. Um, I mean, um, in in uh, Michigan itself, one third of our own Fortune 500 companies sure. have been founded by immigrants. They uh, immigrants generate almost 200 billion dollars in revenue in Michigan alone, and employ 400,000 people in Michigan alone. As you said, immigrants are a spur to the economy. They they develop economies. They bring money to economies. They employ people in American economies. The conversation, unfortunately, I mean, it's truly unfortunate, has turned against immigrants as somehow to blame for the problems as opposed to looking at immigrants as one of the ways in which America succeeds, as one of the ways in which we go forward. And, uh, you know, Ron was making a good point there about people who came here legally, who who, uh, endured the the rather arduous process uh, that exists to to become an American, there is a fairness question uh, with regard to what they had to do and people who didn't it is, uh, it is follow true. follow that path. At the same time, we're already down that road, and we've got 11 million people here who didn't follow yeah. that process. And the question about what to do with them has almost nothing to do with how they got here. It's how do you either make them citizens now or, as Donald Trump says, send them home, which I don't think anybody really thinks is is quite practical. I, I think I – think- you know, uh, his name is Ron, right? Uh-huh. I think Ron is right. I think that, uh, you know, I came here uh, by filing, uh, you know, my, my petition. My brother filed a petition on my behalf, and I went through the process of immigration, and I became a naturalized citizen in 1984. Now, I disagree with Ron on, on one thing about the assimilation. Assimilation does not mean that you have to forget who you are, where you came from, your heritage, your culture. I remember when I became a naturalized citizen on October 24, 1984. President Ronald Reagan gave me the citizenship at that time at the Cobo Hall, me and 120 people from 52 different nations. And at that time he spoke and, and, and he said that do not forget where you came from, do not forget your culture, bring it to America, preserve it, and share it with Americans, make America a greater country. Right. So this is why our country is a great because we are a mixed uh, you know, culture and diversity is important and it's an asset to our. Now, assimilation, it does not mean that you have to forget where you came from. Yeah, well, and, and that's a word culture. that gets used uh, yeah. uh, against, it now, gets used against people who uh, who look different, who speak differently, who might have a different religion. It doesn't ever get come, but it uh, never comes up with yeah. regard to, for instance, for uh, but, Irish uh, Americans he, he, who he like a, to celebrate their right. heritage. But here is an idea, uh, Stephen, that I'd like to, to put on the table. If America wants to limit immigration, if America wants to limit refugees you know, to, to the United States, then America should 
really examine its foreign policy in, 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 in the world. You know, most of the, most of the problems that, that the world is facing is created. We have a hand in it. We, we're, <laughs> either we created it or we are participants in the creation of, of these problems. In Libya, I mean, look at the countries right now that uh, President Trump is trying to put them on the blacklist. Sure. Syria, which we really destroy the country. Yeah. Directly, not indirectly. Right. Uh, Libya, uh, Somalia, you know, Sudan. These are all countries where we have had we have been direct invo- interference. Iraq, yeah. we invaded Iraq, destroyed the country. And now, you know, we are going to blacklist people from Iraq, you know, or, or put them on, on, on a, a, an entry list. That, that is the, the issue that we be, should be discussing. If we do not want people to come to our country, we should not build walls. We should make sure that they are doing well How about and not interfering. Making their homes, their homes. Uh, more, secure, more secure, more economically stable. That's correct. Yeah. That's All right. We've got a lot of people who want to participate in this conversation. Uh, Jordan in Ypsilanti. Jordan, welcome to Detroit Today. Hey. Um, yeah. First of all, I want to say I like this show very much. Oh, thank you. Um, and uh, I am an immigrant myself, and um, I actually... I did it by the book. I did legally. I waited like five years for my green card and then another five years to get my citizenship. So um, I just want to say I kind of, you know, as you said, a lot of the founders of those uh, 500 fortune companies, they're immigrants, but they did it by the book. They did it legally. I am fully support legal immigration. And um, I think that that's something this country is about. But um, I'm strongly against people coming here illegally because you have to, you know, wait in, wait your turn. You cannot just jump the border and take the shortcut. You have to follow the law. We have an immigration law, and I think everybody can do that. So you can do that too. So, um, and um, yeah, that's just my opinion. I think yeah, we welcome immigrants, but we welcome legal immigrants. We don't welcome illegal immigrants. You have to. Going you know, to follow the law and do yeah, other so work and other stuff. Yeah. So, so Jordan, here's a question for you. Uh, no mm-hmm. one's saying we should welcome illegal immigrants, uh, but we have 11 million people here living in the yeah. country now who didn't yeah. come legally. So, so what would you do uh, to, to 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 correct that? First of all, you should should not give them like work permit or like citizenship, even citizenship. First of all, and then they have to, you know, my opinion is if they come here legally, uh, illegally, and uh, if they don't commit any crime, they have to pay a large amount of fine and then wait in a line like other people, like do a, a bunch of paperwork and then wait maybe a couple of years and then just like whatever other people are doing, either you go back to the country you come from and apply for the visa from there and wait your line to come in this country again. Or if you are a child here and your family is here, then you just you just need to. Yeah. So you would you would have people yeah. go back and then but, and then but, try to reapply. But there's a difference in my mind between saying um, immigrant, as Obama generally put it, that immigrants are important to the, to our nation. They've always been part of America. We're all immigrants in some sense, and that we need to find a way to fix a broken system. And by as opposed to Trump saying. They're rapists and murderers, right. uh, and and we need to deport them. I mean, there's a difference in the conversation. There's a difference in the approach. There's a difference in the sense of what immigration is about, and that's what it, Trump has brought. That's I, I think 
um, the most problematic in the country. I think the discussion should go, should should be around what should we do in order to fix the situation, not to make it worse. Right. Mm-hmm. And not to punish yeah. per, perhaps yeah. the people who did this, but to figure out how to remedy Maybe punish the situation. Them. Maybe punish them, but not destroy their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation about Trump's impact on immigrants and uh, those who are here illegally in America. Uh, stay with us and stay with us on the phones. 313-577-1019. Lots of people want to participate in this conversation. Also go to Twitter, hashtag Detroit Today. We'll be right back. News, culture, community, every day on 1019 WDET, a different kind of public radio. You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for being here. My guests are Osama Sablani, who is the publisher of the Arab American News, and Haig Oshigan, who is an associate professor of communication with a specialization in ethnic and minority media at Wayne State University, also the founder of New Michigan Media. We are talking about uh, President Donald Trump's announcement yesterday that he will sign executive orders to change the face of immigration to this country, make it harder for people who are refugees from other countries or certain countries to come into uh, America. Extreme vetting is a word that he's used uh, with regard to that. And uh, to build a wall between the United States and Mexico to stop the flow of undocumented immigrants uh, across that border. Uh, Is this uh, a reflection of uh, tightening the security for this nation to tighten up immigration rules in a rational and humane way? Or is this a transgression against the very idea of America as a land of uh, opportunity and liberty? Uh, give us a call, 313-577-1019, if you want to join the conversation. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work your comments into the conversation. Lauren on Twitter says, we can't destabilize a region and then close our doors on the refugees seeking asylum within our borders, reflecting something that Osama Sibani was just talking about in terms of U.S. foreign policy, the problems that we cause uh, abroad and uh, that send people uh, leaving a country. Then we sort of say to them, well, you can't come here. Uh, that's a little odd. Uh, Adam on Twitter says, a great nation does not fear those who are different, fleeing violence or seeking opportunity. Uh, a caller who could not stay on the line says, you don't have to be a different color or religion. If you think differently than the majority, you're discriminated against. Who profits from illegal immigration and who is hurt? Interesting questions. Again, 313-577-1019 is the number to join the conversation. Let's go to Benji in Huntington Woods. Benji, welcome to Detroit Today. Hey, Stephen. Thank hey. you very much for taking my call. Sure. Um, being an Israeli immigrant in the United States, um, I, I think uh, a lot of people are trying to ride the wave of uh, immigration. Let's put things in the right proportion. This uh, immigration you're talking about, Fortune 500, 40%, 30%, how many of these are are non-Muslim uh, immigrants? I'm not trying, uh, you know, discrimination or anything like that, but there is a reason Trump wants to limit um, limit uh, immigration for center countries. I 
grew up in my teens and I survived three terror attacks in my life. The reason, this is the reason I left my country because I wanted to live freely. Now, when people, uh, I mean, I, 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 this gentleman, Osama, uh, he's the, uh, he's the uh, publica, he's the, the, the speech guy. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, how many times did he ever uh, try to stop uh, bad immigrants from coming to this country? I, I, I support having immigration but let's do it right well, I mean, well benji to harm the country why 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 my, my why job is to publish a paper he's, but, a, he's a newspaper publisher but but, but <laughs> let's 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 drill down on what you're talking about officer. <laughs> you are talking about people who would come here and commit criminal terrorist acts and and of course everybody is fearful of that but uh first of all let's look at the countries that donald trump is talking about limiting uh, uh, immigration from Syria, Libya, Somalia, places like that. There has never been a terrorist act in this country committed by people from those countries. That's the first thing. The other thing that's true is that the largest terrorist attack on American soil was, of course, the 9-11 uh, 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 airplane hijackings and, and, and bombings. Uh, most of the immigrants who were involved in that were from a country called Saudi Arabia. Not, which, not only immigrants, they're, they're visitors. Too. They were visitors, right. Yeah. Uh, they were from Saudi Arabia, a country that is not on the list. Uh, and they are, Donald Trump it's a friendly nation. About. Right. right, and it's a, it's, a, it's a very close ally of the United States. So I think it's reasonable to start asking what it is Donald Trump is, is focusing on and why, if, uh, if the fear is security, uh, then, then why does the list look the way it does, and why aren't you talking about other countries, Benji? Do you do you uh, do you have sort of some thoughts about that? Yes, I have thoughts about it. I, I, I think Donald Trump is right to limit people who are questionable coming in this country. But why are they right. questionable? Why are they questionable? Because, because they were involved, like in groups that they want to harm the world, want to harm themselves, and want to. And harm those America. are the people. And those are the people you think are coming to America I mean, as refugees. People, how many, how many marches do you see in those countries that going with American flags and trying to look for democracy? Never. They only want to burn these flags. They want to burn. They want to do everything. So why want. aren't they coming here and doing a, what you're talking about? How come it hasn't happened? I, uh, is America the only place in the world that can go? Immigrants? No. Why America has to take all these people? There's other people, other countries well, in the, the world. Well, the other countries are taking far more refugees from Syria, for least, instance, actually. and we're taking the least. Right now, Benji, I appreciate uh, I appreciate the call and the thoughts. I obviously don't necessarily agree with where you're coming from, but but I think there are a lot of people who uh, who would who would agree with you about what Donald Trump is doing. I appreciate the call. Uh, let's go uh, to Al in Detroit. Al, welcome to Detroit today. Hi, Stephen. What's mm-hmm. up? Uh, thank you for taking my call. Sure. All right. My problem is not so much with Trump; it's the Trump voter. And your last caller and a couple callers. Even in the other shows, episodes of your show, are the reason why I say that. They have this simplistic view of the world. And what Donald Trump has done is feed into that simplicity, understanding, and then along with the hatred, has gotten into the office that he's in now. It's not like they don't understand that you're not going, to, people here are not going to college to pick fruit. There's no degree for picking fruit. There's no degree for being a landscaper or a nanny or a housekeeper or so forth at Wayne State, U of M, or Michigan State, or any other college in, in the country. People are coming here because they need economic opportunity. And if they're, if they're in trouble, as you know, like in Syria and so forth, 
you're not waiting two years or however long it takes for safety. You want to get out of there. You don't want bombs dropping on, on top of you. Yes. And, and oh, one more thing. Rape, murder, and gangs are not specific to a certain group of people. Sure. There's an Italian gang. There's Hell's Angels. There's Bloods and Crips. Everything. So to say that it's all because, oh, they're illegal immigrants. Yeah, I think I think and, the idea that, that there's a crime element here or a terrorist element here is, is somewhat far-fetched, and, and it would be more credible if uh, the list that he's put together reflected more of the, 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 the issues with countries that, that are actually responsible for some of those acts. Uh, Al, I, I appreciate Well, actually, you know, like there uh, – we're hearing right now that the executive order may include Syria, uh, the ban from from, uh, uh, from people, refugees, people, yeah. people, people from Syria coming here. The fact is that most of the Syrians who came here and before the war in Syria seven years ago, mm-hmm. they were all doctors and, and professionals who man hospitals and clinics, sure. and they are saving lives in American hospitals. They are not really destroying or killing anybody. So if he if he ban people from coming from Syria or Iraq or any other country that they are professionals that can help you know Americans and they can grow American economy and they can contribute to the American success stories that would be against the interest of the United States right, of America. Right. And there is a proof right there most of the Syrians who came in before the war they were doctors lawyers entrepreneurs we have to understand that the man who created the iPhone and the revolution in information <laughs> technology. Right. He is Steve Jobs, who is a, 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 actually the biological son of a Syrian immigrant. Right. Right. So we have to start you know, opening up. If someone committed a crime, it doesn't matter if he is a, a, a refugee, an illegal uh, immigrant, immig- illegal immigrant, or a naturalized citizen, or a born American citizen. He is a criminal. So we have to, to deal separate. with it that way. Right? That's right. We have to yeah. view them that way. Yeah. You know, and some of the best people we had in this country came here as refugees and came here as immigrants. One of them is Einstein. Sure. Uh, Kathy on Facebook says, in one week, Trump has created such havoc. Block refugees. He has no shame or moral compass. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 or go to the WDT Facebook page and put your comments there. We'll work them into the conversation. Denise yep. in St. Clair Shares, you are up next. Hi there, Stephen. Hey, how are you? Um, th- good, good. I just want to mention, like, earlier you said that is it anyway i don't think it's bigotry what donald trump is doing i think it's putting america first like people that come across the border in mexico it's a catch and release if they get caught and they say i'm a you know i'm here for asylum and they give an address then they just get released i mean that's not okay and then you so know what I would have you do in, well let me just do? say one yeah. other thing Go ahead. i have relatives in belgium and mm-hmm. i have some in-laws in france and i've been there and there are no-go zones in these countries. No-go zones. It's so dangerous, so please don't even go, because people are practicing Sharia law. That's not true. And I don't want our I, yeah, country Denise, to become I'm not like sure. that. So I'm not sure I believe that. Be careful about the vetting. Ha, have, you, have you seen anywhere yourself that they're practicing Sharia law, or you've heard? I was with a cousin in 2014 in Brussels, and we did a whole tour of Brussels. It was beautiful. And he said, now, Denise, see this area here? We don't go there because it's dangerous. The police don't even go there. My cousin said that to me. Where was that? 
This is in, in Belgium. In a section of Brussels. So, no, no, in the United States, have you seen anything like that? Let's not let's not let it happen. Why can't we? It's learn not going to happen. We have the constitution. Countries. We so, have a constitution so of Denise, the United States. Also, it's also true, Denise, that the largest uh, group of Arab Americans who live outside the Middle East actually already live here in America. They live in Dearborn, uh, and we don't see Sharia law being practiced there. We don't see uh, we don't see them contravening the Constitution of the United States. W- what is the fear that you have? Uh, you know, what is that? Where does that come from? I think. Well, I, mean, I think people that want to come legally. There, we open arms, come on in, do the legal process. Well, we actually don't do that, though, Denise. It's actually very difficult to get into this country mm-hmm. legally, and that's part of the reason that uh, so many people resort to to other means. But, but Denise, I, I absolutely appreciate your point of view. I mean, and, and we, all agree that, ahead, we all agree that immigration should be legal. I mean, it should be legally done. People should be able to come here legally and not illegally. There's no question about that, and that needs to be fixed. And the conversation, unfortunately, is not about fixing it. It's, a, it's about creating this culture of fear against all immigrants uh, by the administration. I mean, why wouldn't Trump on his first day, uh, as he's signing these orders, begin some kind of a commission to study, a bipartisan commission to study immigration reform? Legal immigration reform. Legal immigration reform. reform. Why, why no, no. is the wall the first thing he writes about? Why is the what? banning of these countries, immigrants and refugees, the first thing he writes about? Why promote fear uh, against against immigrants rather than figure a way to fix the problem that needs to be fixed? And part of the cultural, uh, you know, the culture of fear that has been uh, you know, um, uh, actually used by by the Trump uh, campaign uh, is Sharia law yeah. and the Islamophobia, which is you know a figment of someone's imagination that has spread, and and I don't understand where did they get this from. You yeah. know, there is no Sharia law anywhere. It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. exist. It just yeah. does not exist. Yeah, it's no, a, it's, it's part of the fear campaign. That the Islamophobic. Well, and that's what. And and look around you. I mean, who's afraid of going into Dearborn? Who's who? What what would Southwest Detroit look like if the Latinos weren't there? Didn't have immigrants. What would Hamtramck be like if immigrants weren't in Hamtramck? I mean, look around you. This this region has prospered because of immigrants. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Osama Sibilani, publisher of the Arab American News, and Hai Goshigan, associate professor of communication with a specialization in ethnic and minority media at Wayne State founder of New Michigan Media. Thank you both for being here on Detroit Today. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, up next, we're going to talk about what it's like to be gay and a Republican right now in America with the dawn of the Trump administration right in front of us. Jim Murray, president of ATT Michigan, will be here next. Stay with us on Detroit Today. Detroit Today.